We are live. Yeah. Live. Welcome to the Mercy in May podcast. I was waiting to be able to say May, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Mercy in May podcast. Talking, dating, love, relationships, possibly a podcast for couples. Right. Or how to end your relationship in 10 days. (laughs) Wow. If you want to know how. All right. All right. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, you follow all the steps of that chiclet we watched that last time for that. Chiclet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a piece of gum. <laughs> right. Or I have been accused of having chiclets for teeth before. Have you? Let me see. No, you have pretty teeth. You have very pretty teeth. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, well, usually chiclets is because they're big and square. I, I, thank you. Well, you didn't, you <laughs> never know. Because some Jesus. big, well, there's some big and square, beautiful teeth. Uh, there are. I mean, it's better than having no teeth. No teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm exhausted. I know. I don't know how you even operate. Oh, Jersey just laid on my feet. Mm. Oh. The dogs are in the studio hanging out with us tonight, too. Why do you suppose you're so exhausted? I know why I'm exhausted. I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning last night. I know. Just uh, what? Brainstorming. Uh, from, from COVID. No. God, why would you put that on me? Don't put I, that I in the ether. mentality, not the actual no, virus. No, that was not keeping me up. I was brainstorming and thinking of ideas, and then my brain grabbed onto an idea, and then I marinate on that idea, and I lay there in bed and just have the imagery of the idea come to fold, and then I'm like, I can't, I have to think about this. That's the good thing when uh, with the time zones. So, so at night when I do that, uh, it's three hours earlier, so I can actually text back and forth with my friends in Arizona. <laughs> no, I called my boy. I called Danny. He was awake in New York. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. He's living the New York life. <laughs> Dude stays on the go 24. I called him. He answered the phone at like 3 a.m. He's like, oh, so at 3 a.m. is when you return my call, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you still doing up, man? But yeah, he's still up pedaling around New York City. Yeah, th- just to preface, tonight's article is a good one. The title of that article uh, is Use the Magic 5 to 1 Ratio to Improve All Your Relationships. All happy partnerships, both professional and romantic, follow this simple but powerful ratio. What do you think the 5 to 1 ratio is? I am. I haven't I read have the article. No idea. I haven't either. I haven't even like, glanced at it. Um, what are you glancing at now? I can Just tell. Just the title. I can, I can, oh, you got the article pulled up? Yes. Nice. Will you be reading aloud this evening? I will not. You will not. It'll no. be me reading aloud once again in my wonderful I, public I school I stick education. to what I'm good at, and uh, I know I'm good at listening to your voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Did that work? Yeah. yeah. It was too much. The ratio to improve all your relationships. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I don't want to get to the article right away. I was just yeah. prefacing people that on Mercy in May, we pick an article on Friday nights and it has something to do with relationships and maybe a video too that we pull up or something uh, and we go through that. We're going to have a dog fight in here right now. <laughs> They've been awfully weird today. Yeah. Well, Jersey's possessive of me and Grace won't leave my side. So I don't know no. what to do. So it's all about you? Right now it is, yeah. <laughs> right now it is, yeah. I'm thinking so. Okay, yeah. so. Oh, Grace is snuggling up. Don't, they do love you. Dude, I can, dude, imagine a, they just do that thing that they do once in a while. Grace, I'm watching her hair stand up to see if she does anything. Yeah, randomly it'll look like a small cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just hear something. It's I'll be scary. all over the place screaming and yelling. Yeah, they don't do it that much, though. No, I can only Stop remember. Stop playing maybe footsie t- with me. <laughs> Why? You're on my side. 
<laughs> Get You're out crossing of my, the line. Get out of my. Uh, what did you did, What did you sing or say when you were on the swing? Get out of my bathroom. What? You know when you're on nope, the swing I set, don't know. and if someone's going the same thing as you exactly, you go, "Hey, get out of my bathroom!" Nope. It was even on the show I, or somebody's stand up. I'm gonna have to look that up and school everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, we played jets when we were on the. Oh, swings. you know what? It's John's material. You know Is what? It? Yeah, he actually says John they're Florida? like, yeah, they're like, grow up. On his joke, they say, grow up to him. And he's like, let's not butcher his joke. Let's not butcher. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The freezer thing. So he gets it. Yeah, the freezer thing. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Shout out John Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We played jets when we were on the swings. Oh, okay. We, were, we would pick our jet like F-14 Tomcat or F-16. And then we would pick our sky name, Barry Top Gun. And we would sit there and swing back and forth, and we would radio back and forth to each other like we were swinging. We were like, we have Migs on our tail. We have Migs on our tail. <laughs> stuff like that. I would jump off of the swing, and one time I did that, and I literally bit the sides of my mouth off. Ow. I mean, not my mouth, my tongue. I landed and went like this. It grew and, back? Yeah. You have a lizard tongue? It grew back? Uh, it grew like back because I don't have any tongue. scarring or anything like that. I'm just extra powerful. Tongue grows back. Man. <laughs> We would get we would get shot down while we were swinging, and mm-hmm. if you got shot down, you would have to bail out of the swing. Either jump out—that's yeah. how you parachute out the jet. Be like, I've been hit, I've been hit. And you just you jump out, and then if you got hit, sometimes you'd try to backflip out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when I I miss that when you didn't give a shit, you would do the dumbest thing as a kid. You would climb the tallest fucking thing, climb in some stupid little hole. You know I, what I mean? think about a lot of kids nowadays that really miss out on that kind of play. You know, where it's actually... That kind of play. What kind yeah. of play is that? Uh, the free-spirited, where you're not worried about your phone, you're not worried about anything mm. but what you're playing on. You know, it was so, um, I think, simple. Yeah, I think kids are less arsonists these days than we were. We burned everything. <laughs> They're like, that's really? cool, let's burn it. <laughs> Just I didn't to go through the, a burning phase. <laughs> yeah, we burnt things, me and my uh, Goonies crew. When we were young, man, we had the... the uh, want to do that my brothers went through this stupid it, he was so stupid he, they were spray painting our back our, our house in the backyard yep. <laughs> like the walls like graffiti nice and Tag the dipshit puts his name on it <laughs> <laughs> he goes in there it's like i don't know who did it tagged the like, crib with it really? says adam you're like yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh right we're like okay josh Josh, is that how you spell your name? <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the other one. He really did try that. But isn't that funny? You spray paint your own freaking house. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'd say that's some... Mm, but I'll leave it alone. I'm not... Maybe I'm it's not. the Mexican Dude, in him. I'm <laughs> fucking exhausted, bull. I can hear it. I am. I am like... You talk. I know. But <laughs> well, <laughs> right? I've been talking all day, too. Which I have to say I did enjoy today. Yesterday, everyone, I was... I don't even know how to like describe it. Yesterday I was just like, I didn't have any closings to do. So I sat on the couch and I had no desire to even look at my phone. Even if it was positive text messages, I was just like, where's the darkest cave that I can crawl into? (laughs) Uh, And so I was predicting that I was in that mood just because I was, you know, possibly going to start my period. Oh, we were having the period talk. That's what we were doing out there about if you've heard that's what periods do your whole life, you tell yourself you get moody when the period comes, right? That could you manifest the actual mood change just from that over time? 
Okay. So. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> uh, so do you believe that? Do you think that a majority of uh, females, or I, I wouldn't would even say majority. I would never myself to a majority at Okay, all. so you believe that sometimes. No, don't start out with it's you a believe. Question. Okay, do you? Uh, uh, just answer that, and you know what my question is. No, I don't. Uh, do you think that that is in practice of females? No, I think it all goes hand in hand because biology would say yes, right? I mean, women have been studied, right? The hormonal changes, you know, yeah. that's biology. I'm not going to be a leftist progressive and deny biology. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm, I'm more like stone face going, what's he going to say? <laughs> but why not both, right? Why not the hormonal changes and that makes it right? But then I'm talking about the detailed part, right? Where, you know, some women are like, look, exactly two days, one hour and 46 seconds from my period, I always get a hankering for lemonade, right? Yeah. So well, it's, it's when they start extreme. going, well, day three, when I'm two or three days out, that's when, you know, I start to watch Hallmark movies and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, they make it a routine where it's now just a routine instead of what you're feeling. Right. And how much of saying that over time, yes, you may have done it Mm -hmm. once or twice in a row, and then you've said it, and then a third time, right? And then over time. This is the longest conversation about period I've ever had. That's okay. It's it's about all kinds of things. Maybe they're experiencing it as a man. Their chick is like off the chain, doesn't know what's going on. Well, that's the cliche shit, right? The cliche stuff, but she's cliche for a reason, right? Mm. And oh, she's on her period. Just be careful. Yeah. Just get her the that ice cream like and back away. That can be like a sentence to some females. Put the ice cream down and back out of the room. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> You're like, okay. Hi, Grace. You can't get, she's trying to get up on the chair. I, you know, I know you're not crazy about talking about that, but I, I just don't think care. it's. I'm not 12. <laughs> I just think, no, I meant as in just it might not be entertaining. I just think it's um, <laughs> it's so cool how women, when they're around each other for a long time, their cycles become the same. Like that's it's fucking so creepy. cool. No, that's creepy as fuck. It's cool. It's Dude, very it's like creepy. animalistic. <laughs> Dude, if if that if dudes got periods, oh, and so if, it's not creepy that they get a period. Th- that's creepy too. But we've just had that's to just she state. randomly leaks blood once a month. It's just weird, <laughs> right? But we just accept it, right? It's like mm-hmm. she randomly leaks blood, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. th- I'm sorry for those listening if this is making you sick. But I could do without the word leaks. But the fact <laughs> the fact that when women all hang out for long periods of time, they sync they sync up like you know period power rangers link up now right yeah that's creepy to me you're like that's cool i'm like no that's creepy Mm -hmm. if i hung out with dudes for a while all right jersey the destruction's beginning no if if i hung out with dudes for a while and then like once a month we all were like Hey, man, is that happening to you? Me too, man. Yeah, we're all in the same cycle now. What the fuck, man? That is fucking weird. Maybe you guys should try that and you could like unite when the females are on the warpath. We do. We we unite away from you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. We do. I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I know. Oh. I know to the T. Yeah. Well, sure. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. Once well it reaches I'm 76 well degrees outside at 8 o'clock, that's when it hits every time. Dude, when a female is on the pill, she can pretty much calculate exactly the time that she's going to. Yeah, thought to the fellas out there. How do you feel about your ladies' period? What <laughs> happens? Do you brace yourself uh, like a hurricane's coming? Yeah, or, or are you like 
really kind and think I can't imagine if it was me going through that. What the hell? I totally laid up a great segue <laughs> and you let it hang. Oh, what was it? Oh, <laughs> like usual, not listening to me. Oh, that's not true. I I'm just to you all grouchy. The time. Leave me alone. I'm grouchy. Um, I made that hurricane segue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I missed that one. <laughs> mm. Do you prepare when your lady's period is coming as if we have to prepare for the hurricane? Yeah, the flood. No, God, no. Well, what the fuck There's are you talking about? There's a hurricane coming to Florida, baby. Okay. That that was a segue to talk, not talk oh, about talk period about that blood. Instead. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't take me to the Waffle House. I still don't know what that means. You you've explained it five it times. Is, just you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's pretty much the same idea. It's like don't put me in this position. Don't ask me not to have waffles if I'm at a waffle house. So don't put me in this position if you don't want that reaction from me. Oh, all and right. I, yeah, but it's actually from a movie. It's like it's it's funny in the movie, but it's kind of one of those uh, ones of those inside <laughs> it's jokes. Kind of ones of those thirty <laughs> days of no alcohol, and you were very good. You completed. You did the thirty thirty. Yeah, I did. It was um, like it's an ESPN show. 30 <laughs> I have to say, I wasn't. I mean, I know I said, "Oh yeah, I get to drink." Uh, it's. I wasn't really actually going. Oh, I need a drink, you know. Yeah, just one or two times <laughs> throughout the process. Yes, I'm talking about yeah. now that I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you get that out of you. Yeah. You're like, I don't need the poison. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm above that. What was the hardest part about your whole thirty? Uh, not being able to use. Uh, like stevia. <laughs> I thought we were yeah, having a drug meeting for a minute. <laughs> yeah, right? Not being able to use really bothered me. Yeah, that I wish was I could difficult. reach out and just let Grace out, but my shoulder's not going to do it. Oh, well, why don't you grab yourself a beer? Might loosen you up. Yeah, get out of here, kid. Maybe, maybe so. The kids. They're so there. And there goes sweet. Jersey with the barking. I know. It's going to yeah. be a minute. Yeah, it's piercing barking. Grace yeah. just stares at him like, dude, seriously? I could eat all of you. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that's it's funny or hard to remember. Uh, when you look at Jersey, he doesn't look like an old man, but he behaves like one. Yeah, that he does. He's a grouchy old man. You were saying something, though. What were you saying? Uh, I don't know. It was probably really interesting. I was explaining, um, don't take me to a waffle yeah, house. Yeah, we got through that part. Yeah, that's it. That was the happy ending. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so on to the article. Okay. On to the article. Uh, use the magic of the five to one ratio to improve all your relationships, all happy partnerships, both professional. Man, that's that's going on a limb to be like all. You know what I mean? All happy partnerships, both professional and romantic. Look, obviously I'm coming at this article as a skeptic. Okay. <laughs> I've come at this article as a, uh, with some skepticism. Um, like normal. Yeah. Most people don't need too much convincing. The happy relationship are that happy. I'm out of it, too. This is going to be the happy relationships are the key to the successful life. Yes. After all, when Harvard researchers followed 268 men for more than 70 years, the studies. That's a long study. Uh, Right. You have to point that out. That's that's it's not very many men. So that's a small sample size with 268. But the longevity is that's that's pretty good. 
Yeah, that is. That's crazy that that many men live that long. The study's founding director summed it up, uh, finding with a single sentence, happiness is love, full stop. Hmm. Full stop. Happiness is love, full stop. But if you feel the need for a hard-nosed business case for working on your relationship... It, ex- it exists. I swear to God, I almost said it exits. It exists. Studies show that warm, loving relationships improve your physical health and positively influence job satisfaction and income. Good friends are the best stress busters available according to science. And as any professional can tell you, relationships make the business world go round. Touche. You want to stop on that real quick? All right. <clears throat> so I do think that's really important how it was talking about... Uh, Friends are excellent, uh, you know, stress relief. So many people think when they get older that they just don't really need friends. And their new so friend important. is their only, the person that they're living with or whatever. Yeah, it's and so it's, important. it's crazy. You don't even realize uh, how much that is like fuel for your soul until it's truly taken away or it's really limited. Like when I moved here, holy crap, I, I didn't, I felt actually slightly guilty for not showing them more appreciation um, for the ones that are around me every day. Yeah, you miss them. You do miss them. The friends are necessary, which means keeping your relationship strong is as important as it can be, as it can sometimes be tricky. But a fascinating article recently reminded me, as complicated as relationships are, keeping them going strong often boils down to remembering a single ratio. I'm excited to learn the five to one ratio. (laughs) What is it? Yeah. So the magic ratio for happy relationships. The pieces come from newsletter The Profile and was written by newly by newlywed Polly say that for me. Paulina Paulina Marinova. Thank you. Paulina Marinova. Just seven days married. Wow. So she's got experience. So seven days into being married, Marinova asked the profile readers for their best marriage tips. We've talked about this a few times on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I've asked, I've kind of done that my whole life relationships that have been together a while, I always ask that question. Oh, What's yeah, the secret? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, t- I've said it a few times on the podcast, and m- the majority is the dude basically going happy life, happy wife for the most part. The ones that have been together since 70s, that's been the majority. It's not all the answers, and I'm summing them up, mm-hmm. but I remember that doing that. I think that's uh, probably just fear of them telling the truth. She really wants to say she gives a great blowjob, so I put up with her shit. Yeah, but these are like 80-year-olds. They do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) excellent advice excellent advice poured in if you're looking to tune up your partnership the whole long article is worth a read but in the middle of it comes this one essential but dead simple tip make sure your relationship follows the 5 to 1 ratio just tell me the ratio this tip may have come from a a profile reader but this isn't some random ratio dreamed up by some self-proclaimed love expert on the internet all right i'm listening it's actually wouldn't you want a love expert it's actually backed by decades of research by perhaps the most respected experts in the field of marital stability john gutman gutman you may have heard of his famous ability to predict which couples would divorce with 90 percent accuracy nice i would put him up against you wow really yeah I think Was I you wearing could, anything? I think you could take his title. That's gross. <laughs> I, you could take his title. What? I bet you could. You're, you're oh, a good for predictor. Prediction? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. Um, 
Yeah, well, I thanks. think so too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that's it. I'll just take it. I'll take it. I All won't right. argue that one. How he and his collaborators did did this boiled down to looking at whether a pair followed the five to one ratio. We're gonna figure out whether we right. have a ninety percent chance right now. We're gonna wake up us, in the middle of the night. What the fuck is the five to one ratio? Right, but uh, this is since neither of us have read this article. We can compare ourselves with a five to one to see if we fall in a 90 percentile that stay together. The difference between happy and unhappy couples oh. is the balance between positive and negative interactions during conflict. There is a very specific ratio that makes love last. The magic ratio is five to one. Good God. This means that for every negative interaction during conflict, a stable and happy marriage has five or more positive interactions. Okay. That's it. That's the five to one ratio. Okay, let's read it one more time. <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. God. You don't have to. All right. It, what it means is for every one negative interaction during a conflict, a stable and happy marriage has five or more positive interactions. Gotcha. Five good shits, things happen. Yeah, I get it. You know what? First one. I've said this a lot, which is every relationship is going to have issues, maybe even seven, right? Seven issues for every couple. It's just a matter of choosing what seven issues you think you could live with. All right. Those are issues. They're talking about interactions. In relationships. No, they're talking about interactions. Okay. So for every negative interaction, so if you and I have a negative interaction like the one that just happened. Right. Right? I followed it. <laughs> I know you did. During the conflict, a stable and happy marriage has five or more positive interactions. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. So, what's the time frame though, Right. Is it saying during conflict? A stable never has five more. P- now, during conflict makes it a trickier thing. So, right. if it's in a day, we're good. Right, you got a day, yeah. <laughs> but right? if it's like in the first thirty minutes, that's how long it takes me to go. Like this, fine, I'll listen. <laughs> right. Uh, so, what it's saying during conflict? So, when the two are in five conflict, okay. Yeah, you. So you're allowed to go, ks, ks, and then you, the rest better be. Oh. Yeah, you can be like, fuck you. And then the other one's got to be like, I understand. I we kind of have that. You're the greatest. Well, we'll do little jabs. And then if it's if it's something that's like too much, we look at each other like, did you just say that? No, we both use the same defense. Let's be honest. I we will. poke and then we both go, I'm just joking. What? Great. whoop de doo That's not what it had nothing to do Thank with God what I just said. you didn't say whoop de doo Basil. Jesus Dude, uh, let's ask if anybody knows Oh, wait. The there's a negative is. interaction during conflict right there. See, I wouldn't even say that's negative. I think that's banter. It's funny. It's like if you can't go back and forth with me like that, that means I'm not your friend because you can do that with your friends. I, I would agree. But the line that we've all been in relationships, we've probably done it to each other, where you're saying something and over time it's kind of mean, right? But we always bail to I'm just joking. Oh, sure. You're right. That's, a, that's sort of a common thing I think relationships do. Would you agree or no? Yeah. Maybe not happy ones. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I agree with you, but I think sometimes that could be an underlining of an issue. S- sure. But like you said, if you can't banter back and forth and joke around, then... Yeah, I guess I'm more than So going, which one is it, Patricia? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Be able is to if banter and go back and go, forth. Yeah, you can be able... You can tell if it's banter or if it becomes something like um, uh, to where it, it feels like you're irritated with that person when they do something it's like one of those things that like your mom says it could be your biggest strength and then also your biggest weakness mm. it could be the time when you're going yeah i don't like it anymore well it could always be that right 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be having sex and that's the last time, right? That the thought's happening. But I don't know. So banter is cool. You got to be able to banter and work back and forth. Mm-hmm. But if it's too much joking about the same thing, there's probably an underlying issue. Yeah. Or that issue might just be that you like to... Um, just looking at that chessboard that I talked about as a man. Yeah. Wow. That is a difficult navigation right there, buddy. Like that mm-hmm. is... No... Oh, wow. I feel for every man in a relationship now because of that point. Uh, that's okay. But, I mean, think about that, that boundary you have to ride. Well, I mean, I don't know how you distinguish the sex on what end of the sex. spectrum is, though. You just said all the men, women right. do the same. Because, well, you're speaking for the women here. You're the closest we got oh, to. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that was kind. No, I'm joking. Oh my god! See now, you, I did I that told on you. purpose. I, yeah, you played it all out <laughs> on purpose, right? So, by your own advice, right? It was you have to be able to banter with me because that's fun, and be able to joke around with me. But if it's the same banter of a joke too much, there's probably an underlying issue. Yeah. So writing in between the middle of that, <laughs> where you banter and joke around, but not too much. What's too much joking about the thing? How do, how would one know? I just don't think that if uh, if you if it gets to that point in your mind, fucking address it. Who though? The person with the issue. Well, you're assuming the person has the issue because the, the person, the guy here may just go, I'm just joking. Okay. Well, then maybe the issue could be that they like seeing her riled up no matter what. Huh. Interesting. So the, you're... It may not man. be the topic. It may just to be to see her go, what the fuck? I love how it's still the guy's fault somehow. <laughs> you're a great defender of women. Uh, I can reverse it. I'm good at that too. Right. <laughs> You're a great defender of women. It's still the guy's fault because he's the one making her upset. So he likes to see it like that. So he's causing that no, too. I, see, that's why I questioned you about where you're putting the gender. Well, well this doesn't have to do with us. Dude. <laughs> Backpedal. Okay, so if you're going to engage, you have to let it go all the way. I'm engaged, So, man. So when I said, yeah. it's funny how you distinguished which gender was going to be the aggressor. Hey, we have to do five at least positive interactions now because of this conflict before we <laughs> right. read the rest of this fucking article right that's true i do love your beard you i like that today. your beard is really <laughs> growing in I'm, you had a better attitude than you i did today nice hands all right i do like them i've okay. always said that all right get off the physical now right we as the guy inside, i'm going from what i see right in front of me first i just take my time i i can take my time sometimes when i take my time i can really be genuine about uh, today when I thought how lucky I was. Uh, remember, I did actually say this to you, that you're a nice guy. That was last week, yeah. Shut your face. <laughs> oh, wow, that, that turned quick. All right, we got to read this. We got to mm-hmm. read this. We're running out of time. Um, let's see. The interactions need not be anything big or dramatic. Okay, thank God. A simple eye roll or a raised voice counts as a negative interaction. Fuck. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> what do you always say that's called? What? Uh, your physical nonverbal. Behavior. Yeah, nonverbal. Yeah. A quick joke to diffuse tension, a squeeze of a partner's hand, or listening closely when your partner vents about his or her day mm-hmm. all constitute a positive interaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank God. 
You know, one thing you do is even no, no matter what the context is of your sentence, you add the word baby at the end. That way, even if it's mean. That helps. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, you could. I'll be like, what? Baby? Okay. That's a tip. That's a tip, <laughs> fellas. Just say baby at the end of what you're saying, unless she's one of those that hates being called baby. The important thing isn't the scale of the gesture. Sorry, Floris. <laughs> what a stupid joke in the article. Mm-hmm. It's their relative frequency. And according to Marinova's reader, that's an insight you can easily put into action in your own relationship. Whenever she gets frustrated or tired, she pushes herself to do something thoughtful or nice for her husband. Maranova reports the reader insists that the 5 to 1 ratio is a thing. The real thing for business relationships too, divorce, diver, diverse, divorce, divorce, divorce lawyers, divorce lawyers. <laughs> agree that every day effort to monitor positive interactions compared with negative ones helps keep your romantic life from going off the rails. But this is a business site, so it's important to note the five to one is, well, ratio is invented for couples. It's also pretty handy to keep in mind for all your relationships. Uh, friendships are more nourishing when both parties. We get it. We want to talk about the love stuff. Love stuff. Humans are complicated. Uh, Let's see. That's employee stuff. Humans are complicated, and the details of maintaining healthy, positive relationships, as we all know, can get tricky. But all relationships... Tricky, tricky. All relationships are off to a great start if you begin by setting the 5 to 1 ratio. They should say the 5 to 1 ratio more times. (laughs) Right? Um, And that concludes our article. (laughs) I thought that was a lot longer. No. Yeah, 90% accuracy. Uh, the piece comes, unless it's that other long one. Yeah, I'm. Okay, so one more time. The difference between happy and unhappy couples is the balance between positive and negative interactions during conflict. There's a very specific ratio that makes love last. The That's magic the five ratio to one. is five to one. I know, it was for people that just joined. Hi, people for just joining. So in in the article here is at uh, inc.com by Jessica Stillman. We have to give love out. Uh, The difference between happy and unhappy couples is the balance between positive and negative interactions during the conflict. That's the one you have to keep in mind. I kind of feel like that article was told they have to give a certain number of (laughs) words in their article. And they used a one sentence thing, turned it into a a long ass article. Yeah, like could have just said this shit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just that one paragraph and said, uh, you need to concentrate on giving a little bit more than receiving. Yeah. So they're what? I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. I knew that would distract you. Yeah. There's (laughs) sexual innuendo. What? Giving? Receiving? What? Hmm? Sexual innuendo? What happened? Um, so the magic ratio is five to one. The, the trick there is those two words during conflict. This means that every negative interaction, that, that means for every negative interaction during conflict, a stable and happy marriage has positive interactions. I don't know. If, no, I don't think it's saying in conflict. It's just saying, obviously, a conflict, conflict is a negative interaction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for every negative interaction... It says during conflict, a stable and happy marriage has five or more positive interactions. Is that throughout the day or or, is, or are they saying interaction during conflict? I would just like to go ahead and make an executive decision and say it's for the day <clears throat> just so that it's more realistic. Because sometimes if you're having a conflict, it could end it too. Yeah. Yeah. I would you know, agree just with you. That, so, I mean, what are they going to do? Stick around for two more minutes and go, well, thanks for listening. Right. And that's the positive. Yeah, I was I was seeing if there's like a a, a, a longer follow-up? well, there's a piece from the newsletter. Um, seven books everyone should read before they get married. I made a right turn and clicked on something. 
So let's see how many books of these I may have not read. <laughs> the Five Love Languages, read it, right? Uh-huh. We did a whole show on love languages. Yeah, we did. Um, that it's a, that is a good book. Read that. The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. I've, that's the Dr. John Gottman. Read that book. Um, Smart Couples Finish Rich. Nope. Didn't read that one. You read that one? No. Nope. A Course of Love. Twice recommended in the thread. Michelle Vance, a novel, very easy, easy to digest. Uh, Mating in Captivity. <laughs> I will read that one. <laughs> because Sex Matters in Marriage 2, called Brilliant by One Respondent. This book um, by Couples Therapist demonstrates how more exciting, playful, and even poetic sex is possible in long-term relationships. So it's not over, guys and gals. Number six, Passionate Marriage by David Snarch. <laughs> Um, <laughs> title is meh book is life changing that's a cool description um, and number seven Hold Me Tight by Sue Johnson <laughs> he's selling songs All right. thank you for hanging out with us Nate on t- t- I can't talk <laughs> thank you for hanging out I can't do it <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us late night here at the Mercy and May radio show late night live Friday night coming up next we got Hold Me Tight by Sue Johnson Hold me tight. Oh, you're going to be Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me Sue. Oh, no. I did already. We went off the, you know, at, off the end the other day at the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we went off the rails. We went That's off the rails. okay. It was fun, man. Going off the rails. Now, I was trying to click on, it looked like they had a link to the longer article, which they stated in here. Uh, yeah. If you have like six years of nothing to do, um, read that one. Yeah, the piece from the newsletter, The Profile. And I'm, I clicked on that article. A hundred couples share their secrets to a successful relationship. And that's a lot longer. Pick a number. Pick a number. Five. Five. All right. Yeah, five is my lucky number. We have 20. They, they, I guess out of all those couples they talk to, they have 20 hints, right? Mm-hmm. So you pick number five. Oh, cool. If anybody watching, pick a number and we'll read that one to you. Uh, listening is an underrated skill. C.W. was five years into his marriage when his wife began experiencing unexplained vertical attacks, loss of balance, brain fog, and other neurological issues. She was misdiagnosed with everything from anxiety, oh my gosh, uh, to paralympha an issue with the inner ear that requires surgery to fix and use the results in hearing loss too. It took six months to research the proper diagnosis, which was vestibular migraines. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Those six months were stressful for us. She lost her job, career because of the illness. I was trying to do everything. She was dealing with the terrifying prospect. This is a long-winded way of saying thank you. I'm so glad I skipped it. Learn to listen to your partner. To do this, you have to remove all the biases of preconceived ideas about what he or she is going through. Sometimes we won't be able to instantaneously find a solution or even a way to ease the pain. But the most important thing we can do is listen intently with empathy and grace. I can tell you that is definitely uh, one of the um, more popular complaints I hear from my female friends that they are not being heard. Ah, so listen, dudes. Yeah, and sometimes, um, you know, listening can be confused by just going, oh, uh-huh. Like, you can tell, like, even when you and I have a conversation, if the other person is like, you almost want to go, what was that, a delayed reaction when you finish your message? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, when you, and they give and you the... What did you just say? Yeah, like you're doing now? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> just kidding. Okay, you pick a number. I'm ah, just joking. Right? <laughs> I'm not gonna pick a number. I'm rather than read it all. I'm just gonna read the twenty things. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the twenty things. So, uh, it's a hundred couples share their secrets to a successful relationship. I'd like to go back and talk to these people and see how many are still together. <laughs> right. So, number one, start by choosing the right partner. Duh. Yeah, who intentionally chooses the wrong one? Right. Right. And how do you, anyway, number two, remember that trust, picture the hundred couples being interviewed, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, the, the the gall they must have to like start their own podcast and give people advice <laughs> and talk to them, right? And then yeah. tell people, here's the things that make us healthy and happy, right? Even though you still all fall in the 50-50 ratio, the 50-50 ratio of marriage. Yeah. <laughs> number two, remember that trust and respect go hand in hand, duh. Follow the 80-20 rule. All these ratios. 80-20 yeah. rule. What's the 80-20 rule, do you think, for relationships? Uh, Shit, I don't know. Yeah, after eight years of marriage, take them to the same true reverse. Simple, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding. Um, offers a simple rule for his spouse. The 80-20 rule goes like this. In your marriage, you should each recognize that your relationship is 80% about the other person and 20% about yourself. For him, it needs to be 80% about you and 20% about him. Well, I'm fucked. ER tells me, uh, for you, it needs to be 80% about him and 20% about you. Why, why are you fucked? Because <laughs> I'm selfish as fuck. That's why. Uh, well, that's a pretty low ratio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to only think about yourself for 20% of the time. That's what I mean. That's ridiculous. I think you're setting up for... Being fucking needy. Yeah, if not needy, like well, if you're you catering just, to someone, you're needy. You're needing approval or well, acceptance or acknowledgement. I, w- I agree with you. The argument would be that if you're both giving eighty, but then that person is becoming the prop of you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I mean if if I made this relationship eighty percent about you in my mind, right, and that's what I'm doing, but you make it eighty percent about me. Well, what's filling my eighty percent void that I have focused on you? It's you mm-hmm. propping me up, like you said. You become needy, dependent. Yeah. Like, I am i don't know. I'm not so sure I agree with that. Number four, answer your partner's bids. Wow. Um, all right. It's hard, but withhold judgment and know that you both committed to each other for a reason. There's going to be crappy days and arguments. Duh. I think that's a good one, though. I mean, think about how many times uh, people are so hard on their spouse and then they end up being that asshole that they're not normally the asshole. And then they feel like, gosh, I, I hope he's not as judgmental as I was. Yeah. Yeah, so say that your partner is a bird enthusiast, knows, notices goldfinch fly across the yard. He might say, hey, look at that beautiful bird outside. Your partner is requesting a response or a bid for emotional connection. Happy couples acknowledge and respond to each other's bids, even if it's just for a quick moment. Yeah. Like that. Number five, listening. And uh, listening is an underrated skill. We already read that one with you. Six, keep each other intellectually stimulated. I would agree with that. Yep. Seven, stop being petty. Um, yeah, That's self-explanatory. Yeah. Number eight, treat your arguments like a negotiation. I like that approach. It's a negotiation of beliefs. Yeah, instead of a debate. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could go with that. Repair, repair, repair. Um, any statement or action, silly or otherwise, that prevents negativity from escalating out of control, it could be anything from a smile to take a break asking for clarity. Um, yep. Number 10, have a no censorship relationship. 
no censorship. I'm trying to fast forward through like the six wasted paragraphs just to get to <laughs> yeah. like what this means is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if someone who talks a lot uh, and asks entirely too many questions, I was stunned in perspective. She said many people aren't upfront about fear. That is uh, that it will cause the other person to break up with them. I'm skipping it. Number 11, make sure your relationship follows the five to one ratio. There it is. And number 11, mm-hmm. um, remember that uh, you are the only person who can make you happy. Right. So, <laughs> so if that's the case, that means 20% of your life you're going to be happy. <laughs> right. That's You're right. The 80, so 80% you focus on her or focus on him. But the number 12 thing is remember that you're the only person who can make you happy. Then why would I give up 80? See, maybe that custom, that person is the one that's still married and the other one is now divorced. I would agree with you. Do you know Jason Bush? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I think he was in CrossFit, I believe. Yeah. Too much math, right? Five to one ratio. <laughs> I would agree. Number 13, conduct a relationship audit. Uh, let's see, we audit your work, so why not your relationship? Schedule a recurring once-a-quarter date when you take stock of what is working and what is not. Act on the areas that need improvement. All right, so this is treat your treat your relationship like a business. Mm-hmm. Number 14, the grand, uh, forget the grand romantic gestures. Opt in for the many everyday gestures instead. Challenge each other to evolve into better people. 16, don't fall victim to the 10-year curse. guess that's a real thing. Oh, I guess, yeah, Lauren's 10-year curse theory was was legitimized. (laughs) That sounds... (laughs) Legitimized by a researcher named Jennifer, not even going there, P-E-T-R-I-G-L-I-E-R-I, yeah, who says there are three different phases a couple must navigate in order to keep their relationship and career intact. Um, Just like building your marriage, what are the three things? I don't know. I'm skipping the three things. Sorry, y'all. Um, it says that if building a marriage, I guess it's return on investment is entirely based on what you put in. I get it. Number 17, give life to each other, give life to each other's dreams. I, I like that one. Understand that love is not an emotion. <laughs> what is it? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a feeling? Is it emotion? Right. I don't know. What, what is it? Understand that love is not emotion. It's a. Anybody? Anybody out there watching know what I might be saying next? Understand that love is not an emotion. It is a. I don't know. <laughs> it's a skill. Oh. It's a skill. 19, mm. ask your, right? Ask your partner to, I knew you wouldn't like that one. Yeah, no. Ask your partner to join you for a walk. Number 20, remember what matters. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of those? <laughs> as much as you do. A lot of this shit is kind of like, yeah, duh. And then some of the stuff yeah. is really cliche shit. You know what I mean? I think... <laughs> Jason said it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Um, they fell in love with you, so don't change you. The minute you change you and become the caterer to them or try to be more like them, to be more interesting to them or whatever, then you just become the buddy instead of somebody that's, you know, whipping out some good shit every now and then to make them go, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we we talked about that on a previous podcast about, uh, I think I brought up a question, why would somebody want to get with somebody and then try to change that person, right, right, and be somebody different uh, after you get a hold of them, right? 
That's, I would say, really, really common. Or they think they're going to be the one that's going to make them want to be different. You know, because mm. think about it. The, the numbers are pretty high, I think, of when a man and, and woman break up the next relationship, it's almost like immediate and they go and do exactly what they were so opposed to in their relationship before. Like think about how many men break up with a female and then literally uh, three women, months later. Women too, women too, just oh, figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah, I'm talking about that though. Uh, they'll get her pregnant and that couple was never wanting to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like three months, three months after they break up, the guy has now got some other person pregnant and just getting married, doing all the things that you were uh, probably trying to like work towards. Mm -hmm. That's very, very common. Yeah. Well, yeah, they leave and just fast forward to something. Well, maybe it was good that they didn't do with that person and like have the baby or something like that because the shit, it wouldn't have been good. I mean, that the reason I was even addressing that is when you're constantly trying to change them. It's just not who they are with you. Yeah. There there are so many cliches in relationship advice, right? When you when you read things like, you know, you're the only one that makes yourself happy or the one I love is be with somebody that makes you better, mm-hmm. right? Or be with somebody better than you or be with somebody that makes you better, right? So I got to get with somebody that makes me better, but what am I doing for them? Right. <laughs> if they're making me better, right? Do I make them better? Yeah. I mean, but then you're always trying to get better. And then you in, are you in love with the person they are or the person they're hoping to be? Right. No, I say go with the word like. Yeah. Um, if I, you, I'm like starting to agree them. with Jason. This problem thing, <laughs> love is not <laughs> yeah. an emotion. It's a problem. Yeah, but it is. It is. It's a Rubik's cube. It is a math equation problem. You know, I don't think there is any. That's the way you do it. Oh, I agree. I, I just, I don't. I think there are... There's too many different people. Yeah, too many different people and what people prefer. Yeah. Right? But apparently, if you want to be in the 90 percentile of a happy relationship, use the five to one ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least you get to determine your own ratios. I mean, you mean what's going on in those, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. If you want to be in the 90 percentile. Other than that, the other advice, sure. I mean, I think people need to hear it. Yeah. We closed out perfect when I, I circled it back around. I was like... All this can sound the same, work for people, not work for people, right? But five to one ratio, 90 percentile. That's not too bad. Yeah. At least, uh, you know, trying to be more positive than negative. And I mean, 100 couples that they talked to, right? For one of them, 268, they followed for, what, 70 years or some shit? 70 years, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's only 268 fucking people. You know what I mean? (laughs) 70 years is legit, but that's not very many people as a sample size, to be honest. Yeah, it, but not. I mean, it's also to me is quite broad of a response. Yeah, you know, like it's not very detailed. No, well, I don't think most most relationship advice advice is not. It, 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 you can putter along in some detail, yeah. but it lives in the gray area of the of the perception of of, of each person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you only can take the stickers off a relationship and make it work like a Rubik's cube, right? That's true. Right. At least in a Rubik's cube, you can you can feel. Did the you colors. ever do the Rubik's cube? Uh, yeah, I'm, I happen to be an expert at it. Uh, what competition did you win? <laughs> no, it was a competition, but I, I can do one. I'm probably more. You know, the- I have never honestly met someone in my life that almost everything that I've brought up. Uh, oh, as a matter of fact, back in I was going to finish joking. I was going to be like, it's probably because I'm on the autism level somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, have, okay. I have the Rain Man genius somewhere. You do. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. You do. 
Well, I do know I'm somewhat of a genius because I picked the right woman. <laughs> ah, yeah. You say that because you're a genius. Ah, right. See, uh-huh. so I'm even extra smart that I know to say that. Yeah. Wrap us up here, Patricia. Wrap us up. Come on, Patricia May. We are 47 minutes in, boom, boom. So much for a half hour mark. We <laughs> I know, for, right? Right? I'll wrap this shit up. I'll tell you what. If your woman's on her period, freaking <laughs> be nice circle, to her. You're going to circle back to the period. Oh, yeah, my God. Just imagine it. If That's why men don't have one, because we would all be dead. No, you have a period because you choose to eat the apple from the tree of knowledge. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's such horseshit. crazy, right? <laughs> such horseshit. Uh, what's up, Tracy? Mm. I appreciate you watching Kids in the Inn here, but uh, we're trying to keep the show to a half an hour. Yeah, but... We're 50 minutes in. Yeah. Ask Adam 48. one question and it's like, well, let me pull out my book. <laughs> well, touche. See what happens was. Oh, well, let's enjoy the fact that you finish a whole 30 and have another drink, huh? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you all, everybody, for watching. We're trying to keep the show shorter. Uh, we may have a second version of the show coming out on Monday nights, too. We'll let you know what we're going to do with that. Make sure you follow Mercy and May on Instagram. You're watching on Facebook, so you're here. Make sure you like yeah, and make follow. Make sure you subscribe to us on those other ones. Yes, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Spotify. Anchor. Yeah, find Mercy in May. Look us up. Please uh, subscribe there. Share your friends. Tell everyone. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be doing this a while. Thank you all for hanging out again. Sorry we were late. Yeah. As, as was, things were just not on time. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't have to be on time all the time. Then it's no fun. Yeah, I would agree with you, right? When you start putting the, the time. Work, work. and Yeah. yeah no, I'm right, like, right. I want them to feel my mood while I'm having it. I'm with you. So we try to be here Friday nights at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. So we'll try to get there. We're late tonight. But hey, at least we shaved off. I mean, we did an hour and 30 minutes last time. I was like, you shaved? Yeah, we shaved. <laughs> so an hour and 30, we're at 50 minutes. We shaved off 40 minutes. Yeah, definitely. But I'll tell you what, Monday, I believe, is going to be pretty interesting yeah uh, are we gonna do it this monday yeah oh all right i thought we were still discussing no we're not discussing all august right. we're gonna be doing it twice a week uh but we really do need some uh, honestly we w- we would love and appreciate for everybody to send us your questions that you're maybe embarrassed to email them. ask yeah email us those things whatever you want to talk email about he said she said live at gmail.com yeah yeah email all that stuff here yeah, and we'll uh, we'll address it. Yes. And if it's interesting enough, we might even call you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not calling anybody. We'll, <laughs> we'll share it on the show. But, yeah, so I guess Monday we're going to be doing the other version of our show. So look out for us on this coming Monday uh, and every Friday night at some time. Um, appreciate doing the show. I have to pee. I am out of here. All right. Bye. Bye.